Welcome to the podcast where you get your news and views of the sports world that we live in. And now here's your podcaster, Lige Weichers. Welcome to the Lige Weichers Show. I'm not even going to try to avoid it. I was wrong about a lot on the podcast last week. If you've listened to the show at all, you know it's all about bringing the facts, bringing the truth, the my unbiased opinion about what actually happened. I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm not running about where I was wrong. Last week, I said Lions and Buccaneers would be an easy over. This was the lock of the week. I was convinced we were getting back on track for Lige's lock of the week to get to 3-2. and two. And man, that was a crash and burn. It wasn't even close to the over. I knew after the first, I don't know, quarter, quarter and a half that the over wasn't hitting, but... More on the Lions later. What else was I wrong about? I came on this show and I sold Colts fans hope because maybe Gardner Minshew would be bad and they'd get a good draft pick for Anthony Richardson. But all of a sudden I started backtracking off my take saying Gardner Minshew was too good to be bad and get a good draft pick. And man, that's an embarrassing take. I watched that whole Colts game this past week and Gardner Minshew had some questionable throws to say the least. It looked like he was never played football before, was playing in the black yard, was throwing a football like I do. And man, that's not ever a position you want to be in. And while we're on the Colts, let's we'll quickly recap the game. And more specifically, Anthony Richardson is out for the year with surgery as suspected. And last week, I, I thought about giving my take on Jonathan Taylor's big extension. I, I think I've made my case clear of that running backs don't matter and you should never pay a running back. And then my second favorite team signs Jonathan Taylor to a big $14 million a year contract, and man, I was upset. Not going to lie, this was a bad deal for the Colts. Now, the positive side, the, the optimistic side says, well, while Richardson's on his rookie deal, you can afford to play Taylor. But then you watch the game last week in this, and the question burning in my head is, is Jonathan Taylor better than Zach Moss? And I think so. I think he's better. If you ask Luke, well, he just hates Zach Moss even when he makes big plays, he's almost an anti-Colts fan when Moss has the ball. But it's just a frustrating thing to see that, especially with Richardson Hurt out for the year, now you're just paying a running back, Jonathan Taylor. You're paying a left guard. You're paying a linebacker. Like, what is the plan here? I think the head coach is great, but some of the general managing decisions are questionable. You can only go so long hitting on important spots without paying them, and it's going to come back to bite him soon enough. I mean, Juju Brent and Jalen Jones, they look great in the secondary, and Ryman continues to play well. Minshew, do I think he'll get back on track? A little bit, but they, they play the Browns this week. That'll be no easy test. It's a bit of a struggle for the Colts, and I I should have stuck to my guns, and you know what? I apologize for that. Going forward, I'm, I am going to stick to my guns. But enough about the Colts. We have more to talk about what I was wrong about. Last week, I gave some power rankings. I believe I put the Bills fifth, the Eagles fourth, the Chiefs third. I put the Lions second, and I heard the noise. People called me a homer, and I put the 49ers first. And I just want to come out and say I was wrong. I let emotion get the best of me. I wasn't thinking level-headed, and I ignored the facts. And those facts are that the Detroit Lions are the best team in the National Football League. It was all right there for me. I, I, I was saying it on the podcast they had beaten the Chiefs. The Eagles didn't look great. Brock Purdy and the 49ers were yet to be tested. And what do you know, all in one week, the Eagles lose to Zach Wilson? Imagine losing to Zach Wilson. And then the 49ers, they lost to the Browns and P.J. Walker? Couldn't be me. This was just a glorious week to confirm everything that I thought in my head. The Lions are a step above the other teams, not because I'm a fan, not because I'm emotional, because football. Dan Campbell has this 
football team ready to go, not playing down to opponents like the 49ers and the Eagles do, but playing level-headed, good, clean football. As we saw in the game against the Bucks, what was it? An ugly game? Not their best played game? Absolutely. They win by 14 points. Down the left guard, Montgomery gets hurt early in the game. Brian Branch still out coming against the Bucks, who are fully healthy off a of bye. This was just a good, clean win. We had Amon St. Brown scoring a touchdown on a gritty play. Craig Reynolds comes flying out of nowhere to block the safety, almost two of them, at once, and Amon scores. And then we had a Jameson Williams sighting. All of a sudden, the top gets taken off the defense. Jared Goff is now allowed to throw balls that aren't absolutely perfect, and they're still touchdown. Goff has been cooking. The offensive line was okay. I didn't like the left guard spot, but there's room to grow. I see the Lions as a step above everyone. As I said last week, there's a lot of time. Things could change. But as of right now, the Lions have moved up to number one in my power rankings. We're not going to power rank everyone fully, but just know that the Lions are head and shoulders above everybody right now. Looking forward, week seven of the NFL. Man, we got some big games on the docket. Let's start with the Lions game. That's right. We got the Detroit Lions traveling to the Baltimore Ravens. And man, this is This is a tough game. This is a real test. People are thinking that the Ravens are a real big step above the Bucs. And I watched the Ravens play early in London last week. And, man, it just seems like they could be a good team, but they struggle to put it all together. Lamar's looked good. His receivers kind of let him down. They settle for a lot of field goals, and the defense has been good. But have they really played anyone? Have they played many good offenses? This is the list of offenses they've played. C.J. Stroud in his first start ever with the Texans. Joe Burrow with the Bengals with, without a calf. They played the Colts, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Titans. Yeah, I would hope their defense looks good after that. All I'll say is I do think their defense is good, but the Lions is a step up in offense. There is an issue for the Lions with some injuries. David Montgomery most likely out for this game, but Jameer Gibbs got that limited practice in, should be back. Are there any backup running backs healthy? Well, no. This is good for my theory that running backs don't matter. Left guard Jonah Jackson probably still out, but Brian Branch may be coming back in the slot. So things are pointed up for the Lions. There's going to be a lot of pressure, I would say, on the Ravens to defend their home field. And this is an elite game. Two elite teams. I think the Ravens are good. Lamar matches up well against the Lions in the sense that they always struggle against running quarterbacks. I see the Lions going into Baltimore. A statement win. When you're the best team in football, this is what we call a statement win. Prove it, and I think they will on Sunday. It's going to be a big win. I wanted to say hit the over again, but I got a little scared. Last week scared me. I see a a big Lions win, but I'm now seeing they can win in multiple ways, not just with a high-scoring offense, but also a defensive performance, and they grind it out on offense. I see a 10-14 to point win for the Lions at the Baltimore Ravens. We always talk about the Colts, and I was wondering this week, do we really want to talk talk about Colts-Browns? I mean, P.J. Walker and Gardner Minshew. I do expect Deshaun Watson to be out. And, man, the Browns are coming off a high, beating the 49ers. And the Colts are coming off a low, being kind of embarrassed by Jacksonville and then halfway playing good in the fourth quarter when Jacksonville quit trying. The Browns are three-point favorites, which seems off. The team that just beat the 49ers is now only three-point favorites against Indy. I don't know what to make of this game. I would like the under. It's hard to make. I, I hope they involve... Taylor in the running and passing game a little more just for Luke's sake, and maybe they can get Josh Downs going a little bit more. They didn't use him like I thought they would last week, especially with Minshew throwing 55 times. 
But overall, if Minshew can cut down on his turnovers, the Colts are absolutely live to win this game. I guess I wouldn't pick them to win, but I think it is a field goal game, so I would take the points with the Colts. A couple other big games I want to talk about. Chargers, Chiefs. Uh, in-division game that always seems like it should be better than it is. Everyone loves the Chargers. And what do they say? Chargers going to Charger? Man, it was a struggle to watch Justin Herbert this week. He just missed so many open throws. And the Chiefs, have they looked good? No. Do they always win these games when it looks ugly because of Mahomes? It, it does feel that way. I'm interested to see if the Chargers can win this game. They, they, they can play it close. We've, we've seen that. But to truly win this game and take the step, I just don't see it. I see the Chiefs winning in a surprisingly low-scoring game would be my prediction. I think the Chiefs get it done. And then Sunday night, we have Dolphins and Eagles. This is kind of a prove-it game for the Dolphins. To me, they've been able to run up the score on bad defenses. And when they face a little bit of pressure, adversity, a little bit of toughness on the defensive side of the ball, their offense hasn't done as well. They've got so much speed with Tua playing well and Mike McDaniel. I just, I'm interested to see this game. The Eagles are assumingly out for revenge after that Jets loss. But man, you have to wonder, what was Jalen Hurts doing in that pocket? Have we overrated Jalen Hurts' throwing ability? They hopefully can just run the ball. And I do see them being able to run the ball a lot on these Miami Dolphins. We've seen these nine-minute drives that the Eagles go on. I expect at least one of those this week, I think the Eagles get back on the right track, show up against the Dolphins, and assert themselves as a top five team while the Dolphins are still trying to find that next gear to become a truly elite team. Finally, I searched long and hard. I was trying to find a way to get us back to 500. We fall into two and three with Lige's locks, and I think I found it. After watching that whole Tampa game, I kind of kind of like what Tampa has to bring. I think they're going to beat up on some bad teams this year. It didn't work against the Lions, but to me that defense will keep them in almost every game, and the offense will look a lot better against a a team not quite as good as defense of the Lions. This week they play the Falcons, only two and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Bucks minus two and a half against the Falcons to get us back on track. Probably a low scoring ugly game, but all they have to do is win by a field goal. I'm in on that. I think Baker has a little bit of a bounce back game, and the defense stays firm. I think the Bucks can get it done and get us back to 500 in the year. That's all I got this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Lige Weicher Show. And last week I asked for some comments, and Gabriella, she she gave a comment. She said, are the Lions America's team? And by definition, no, because the Cowboys are America's team. But in reality, the answer is yes. The Lions, everywhere they go, people want to watch. People want to take over the stadiums. The Lions bandwagon has been open. Fans have been jumping on. They see a team full of grit, full of passion, full of excitement. Offense, defense, special team, coaching. It's all fun. It's all a winning recipe. So in reality, yes, the Lions are America's team. If you have any other questions, hit us up on Instagram, at the Whiter Show. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. I think we're, what, we're going for six listeners this week. Folks, it's getting tough. I'm going to need all your help. But I appreciate you listening, and we'll talk next week.